0: Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. In 1 Corinthians 4.20 it says, The kingdom of God is not in word and deed only, but in power. The kingdom of God is not in word and deed only, but power. The kingdom that we're a part of, the kingdom that we've been born into, supernaturally, is, is a kingdom of power. And I want to encourage you, you're not powerless in life. There is an authority in your world that's been gifted and and placed on the inside of you that you can activate and you can step out into. But we need to realize that we're a part of a kingdom of power. In 1 Corinthians 2, this is the Apostle Paul. He said, brethren, when I came to you, I I didn't come to you with excellence of speech or or wisdom declaring the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness, in fear, in much trembling, and my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in the demonstration of the spirit of power, that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. God wants people to see his authority, his power, his magnificence, his greatness through our lives, yeah. through the power that is operating in our world. 1 John says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Yeah. That, that you have an authority in your life to rise above. I'm going I'm to share this as, as I preach, but we fight not flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. Yeah. What we're walking against, what we're striving against in life is, is not a person or not a situation, or not a whatever. It's principalities and powers. And the reality is the devil is real, and he hates you. And the reason he hates you is to him you represent God, because you were made in the image of God and placed in the earth. And then he seeded his spirit on the inside of you, and he says, walk in my ways. Walk according to my purposes. Rise to be all that I've created you to be. And the devil hates it. But the devil hates it because he knows he's defeated. Yeah. He knows that the cross was a complete work when Jesus Christ died and descended to the depths of hell, conquering death and sin, taking back the, the keys of, of, of death and, sin, and rising victorious. That victory was placed on the inside of the soul of every man, woman and child on this planet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are a world changer. You can live in victory. You can rise above by faith. Yeah. Not in your own strength, but by faith. And I want to stir us. Church, let's, I, I, I'd rather you be too loud and we have to say, calm down, calm down. Then I want to stir ourselves because we've got something to give a hurting and broken world. Sure. Yeah. We've got hope to, to, to inject into every single person we meet. Yeah. We can help alleviate weights, pressures, and burdens in people's lives just by bringing Jesus to them. Yeah. Amen. And, you know, Psalm 118 says, this is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad. Mm -hmm. Today is God's day. I know you think it's your day. I know you've got plans, but but this isn't your day. This is God's day, and you just get to enjoy it. Psalm 100 says, we enter his his gates with thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and his courts with praise. We should be the happiest people on the planet. Seriously, Christians should be the happiest people on the planet. My salvation and eternity is assured. So no matter what happens to me on this short, brief journey, my my salvation is assured as I walk in Christ. So what's what's the issue? What what's what? This is good. Life is good. Can I get an amen? Come on, shout me down a little bit. We should be happy, joyful people. And you know what? I've I've got stories from all over the globe of people being healed people being impacted by the, the the touch of God the goodness of God in a moment I, I literally every session that I get up every pre, every preach that I could spend every moment of that preach talking about God and how he healed and how he touched and how he blessed people's lives but but I, what I really want to talk about is the thing that makes it possible yeah. Yeah. and it's faith yeah. it's, faith is the beginning and it is the greatest gift that we've been given. And we need to take a hold of this gift and, and let it be applied to our lives. And, and if you're a young Christian or an old Christian, don't be a stale Christian. Yeah. Be a fresh Christian. Yeah. Have you ever smelled fresh baked bread? Yeah. You've been past a bakery at 4.30 or 5 in the morning and you can. it's this alluring, it just draws you in. And it's like, I, I want that. I need, that's how that we should be desiring daily more of God. We should be going, God, where are you? I need you. I want that. I'm, I'm going to consume that. I'm going to purchase that. Amen? Yeah, yeah. So let's look at the greatest weapon we've got available to us in life. Amen? Yeah, yeah. And like I said, we fight, fight not flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. And I love what it says in Mark eleven twenty two. And this is this is deep. This is big. This is monumental. Mark eleven twenty two. 22. Mm-hmm. Have faith in God. Okay. That's it, start to finish, have faith in God. That not in self, not in others, not in circumstance, in God. Having God premiere in our life going, you know what, I need you. You know what, I am going to step out in faith. I may not understand, I may not always perceive what you're doing, God, but I'm going to walk towards your voice anyway because you've never let me down. You've never failed me yet. And, and honestly, in, in nearly 30 years of walking as a Christian, I can, I can honestly tell you God has never failed me. What he said he would do, he did. And his plans and his purposes have outworked. My life hasn't been perfect. I've, I've walked through challenges. We've walked through seasons. But God has been ever present and always with us. And you know what? Faith is the foundation of any successful Christian life. It, it is the foundation. It's the bedrock that we build our lives upon. And if we're not building it on faith, we're building on the wrong thing. And and what I love is that faith maximizes the potential on the inside of us. If there, there is a potential on the inside of you that can't be limited, can't be contained, can't be stopped. But but faith is the thing that maximizes it. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's God that orchestrates opportunities in our life to walk into it. Faith takes us into the supernatural zone beyond the natural, beyond man's constructs, it takes us into the, the realm where God is. And I've got to tell you, I want to live in that space. Because if we're fighting, you know, not flesh and blood, but principalities and powers, I need to get to that supernatural zone, to that God zone where the Holy Spirit is for anything to work in my life. Amen. Romans eight thirty one says this, What then shall we say of these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? True. If God is for you and he is, who can be against you? Yeah. You might be facing things right now, challenges and storms, and it looks impossible. It looks like I have to step away from my career. It looks like I have to step away from my passions. It looks like I have to give up. But God's saying, no, 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 just just wait on me. Yeah. Wait with me because what I'm orchestrating on your behalf is far superior to what you think you can achieve on your own. If God is for you, who can be against you? And I don't know what you might be facing this week or what you're challenged by. If God is for you, nothing can stop you achieving and being all that God has called you to be. Verse 35 says, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution, famine, nakedness, danger or the sword? Now, in all these things, we're more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all of creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. theres I don't know if that helps me. I needed that this week. I needed to know that there was nothing that could separate me from the love of God. That despite my failings, that despite my shortcomings, that despite my circumstances, there was nothing that could separate me from the love of God. Yeah. Next week, that's going to be somewhere else. <laughs> Do you believe that this morning? Yeah. Do you believe that there's nothing that could... Honestly, we carry weights and we carry burdens. Yeah. The Bible says to cast them off. Cast your cares upon me because I care for you. But... In our human nature, we hold on to things because we think that we can, in our own strength, do what we need, but we can't. There are some things you can do. There are some things that just have to go to God, yeah. have to be released to God to get the, the God effect in our life. But do you believe it? Yeah. Because it's, you know, what do you see? Do you see what I see? Yeah. Because so often we, we, we worship and we sing and we declare and we're praying. and we're But do you see what you're saying? Do you believe the word of God? Do you Did you take it to heart? Do you allow it to be grafted into your soul, to be developed and grow? Because that is going to be the strength and the ballast of your soul. That when the storms come and knock you over, you'll always be righted again because there's strength on the inside. The Bible says when we are weak, he is strong. It's okay to be weak. It's okay not to have the answers. It's okay not to know what to do, but go to faith anyway so that he can be strength on your behalf. Ephesians 1.19 says that the same power that God worked in Jesus Christ when he raised him from the dead is at work in you. Yeah, it's good. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Jesus Christ was dead and not fake dead, not play dead. He was dead dead, yeah. Yeah. smelly dead, in the grave <laughs> dead. This is the same power that God worked in him when he raised him from the dead. supernatural life-giving power is at work in your life nothing can separate you from the love of God there's nothing that can take you out Corinthians says thanks be to God that gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ because the same power that raised him from the dead is at work in your life right now but it's it's taken a hold of by faith not by thinking it through, not by, how, how, how do I rationalize that? I can't understand that. I can't see that. Isaiah 55 says God's ways are not our ways. Yeah. His thoughts are not our thoughts, but his ways are above our ways and his thoughts are above our thoughts. You might be thinking something right now. If it's contrary to the word of God and God has promised you something that you can't see or it can happen by faith. Yeah. Yeah. Is this all right? Yeah, right. yeah. We can just sing another song. Anyway, Ephesians three twenty. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us, to him be the glory in all the church by Christ Jesus to all generations forever and ever. Amen. God wants to do exceedingly abundantly. He just wants us to believe for it. He wants to move. He wants to shock you. He wants to astonish you. He wants to do so much more for you than you could ever think or imagine, but you have to believe. The way we give him glory is to step out in faith in life. The way we glorify him is to declare. And and I'm convinced that the power of God active in our lives is proportional to his praise on our lips. To the level that I will praise him, to the level that I'll glorify him, to the level that I'll thank him, even in the storm. Even in the mess, even in the shackles, it says that Paul and Silas at midnight were shackled in the the deepest, darkest, dirtiest part of the the prison. And they they could do nothing in and of themselves to get out of the situation they were in. But faith prevailed because they started to praise. They started to worship. They started to stir themselves and say, you know what? I don't know what's going on, but God, I know you're present. I know you're ever-present. I know you're for me. I know there's nothing that can separate me from your love, so God, I'm going to praise you anyway. And the praise on their lips activated the power of God in their life and their circumstances. Their shackles fell from their arms. The, the, The jail gates flung wide open, and they were freed. The jailer gets saved. His whole family gets saved. Nobody is killed by the power of God. God wants to move in your world, and and I love that our faith in God positions us for his power to flow towards us. Yeah. It, it, it locates us. It positions us. Faith shows God who you are and, and, and where you stand in life. And I love in Jeremiah 17, and this is Jeremiah going, heal me, O Lord, and I'll be healed. Save me and I'll be saved. You are my praise. God, I know you're a healer. God, I know salvation's found in you. God, I know you're my answer. He positioned himself and faith. Heal me, I'll be healed. Because you're a healer. What do you need God to be in your life? Because he wants to be it. Yeah. And faith locates you in that. But God is not moved by need. He's moved by faith. Yeah. There is a lot of need in the world. Yeah. That doesn't attract the attention of God. God is moved by faith. God is moved by passion. God is moved by someone that's like, man, let's go. Let's do this. Here we go. Yeah. Hebrews 11.1 one says, now faith is a substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not yet seen, for by it the elders attained a good testimony. It goes on in verse 6 But without faith, it's impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of those who come to God, who diligently seek him. Everybody say, Now faith is. Now faith is. Now faith is. Now faith, is. Now faith, is. faith is for now. You can't have faith for yesterday. You, you can believe for tomorrow, but faith is for right now. Faith gets you the answers now. Faith allows you to enter the presence of God now, to obtain your breakthrough now. Faith is for now. And so often we, we, we've been sold this lie that it's, it's for tomorrow. Just keep believing. Just keep dreaming. But, but no, we live in the now. I've only got now. Yeah. And when that's gone, then it's gone. And, and I've only got now. We've got to live in the moment. Faith allows us to live in the moment and the goodness of God. Let, let me say it this way. If I've got a sore back, I go to the chiropractor now. Yeah. Not in a year's time. I don't wait for, oh, I've got a sore back. I'll go to the chiropractor then. I ring up and I book in and get the, the, the soonest possible appointment. Yeah. God wants us to take the nearest appointment, the soonest appointment, the most... <laughs> God wants us to press in now. Don't put off, don't wait till tomorrow. Do today what you can do today. So, all right, let's look at what faith does. Faith locates the power of God. Am I helping anybody this morning? (laughs) Faith locates the power of God. It's our greatest weapon in life because faith sees. And faith sees what I can't see in doubt. It's like doubt blinds us. Doubt brings this darkness and this heaviness, but faith sees. It's like that, that light that shone, yeah. a, a light in the darkness. And faith goes, the, 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 I, I can see beyond the immediate. I can see beyond my circumstance. I, okay, I can see the answer. And, and, and faith finds answers and solutions where there doesn't seem to be a way. But our God is a God that always makes a way and and your faith in his ability will allow God to make a way and it's like faith is like this heat seeking missile that's like now now I'm locked in I'm locked and loaded there's a location and that thing is gonna it's gonna hit and what we see with our eyes closed is more important than what we see with our eyes open I want to encourage you, if you're walking through a challenging time, if you're walking through a season that's just been rough, close your eyes and wait on God and ask him to show you your future. Because Jeremiah says, those that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They'll rise on wings as eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They'll walk and will not faint. It says, I I know the plans and purposes I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to bless you and not to harm you, to give you a future and a hope. God wants to bless you, not harm you. He's got a future and a hope for your life. Close your eyes. Close your eyes and open your spirit. Close your eyes and wait on God and let him be God in the midst of your circumstances. Amen. Second thing is faith activates a God response in our lives. So it locates the power of God. That's what faith does. And then it activates a, a God response. And like I said, God doesn't respond to need. He responds to faith. Let's be those men and women of faith that say, Everything else is just failing around me but God. And I'm reaching out and I'm desperate and I'll crawl if I need to it, but I'm going to speak of your goodness, Lord. I'm going to declare your glory. I'm going to, I'm going to call out to you. And, and God doesn't move in our lives when we struggle. He moves when we pray. I know a lot of people that struggle and strive and, and want and desire, but they never pray, but prayer is an act of faith. Prayer is an act of saying, God, I'm giving to you this situation because I can't do anything in it. And in Matthew 17, 20, says, truly I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible with you. If you've got faith, the size of a mustard seed, the smallest seed that there is in the the plant, if you've got faith as small as that, you don't need mountain-sized faith to move mountains. You need mustard-sized seed faith. Yeah. and we've all got it because it's been placed on the inside of it let's just work yeah. what we've been given amen yeah. third thing is it captivates the power of god it locates it activates and it captivates the power of god um i don't know if you've ever seen i, I was on in auckland harbour once staying in the hyatt and these big ocean liners were coming into dock and it was amazing i just love looking at Bodies of water, and I love it. Look, just looking at nature, and the, just these massive ocean liners coming in. I'm thinking, that's a big boat, and that's a big boat coming into a smooth stop. But the reason it was a big boat being manoeuvred and coming into a smooth stop was there was little tugboats on on the front, you know, the the port and the the starboard and the <laughs> fore and the rear and the help me out. Come on. Yeah. Uh, but but they were guiding it in, and that's what faith does. Faith takes a hold of the answer, the big ocean, and it, and it just guides it in to where it needs to be. Yeah. And God wants to bring that big answer to your life. He just wants you to rely and wait on him. And I said it before, but faith is given as a gift but taken hold of by choice. Yeah. Make a decision. If you've if you've never been a person of faith or been optimistic or positive or up, uh, make a decision that that's who you are. And start speaking it over your life. Start declaring, this is who I am. I am a man or woman of faith. I stand on the word of God. I believe in the promises of God. I'm not moved by my circumstances. I'm a man and woman of strength. My God shall supply all my needs according to his glory and riches by Christ Jesus. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above and not beneath. Start declaring who you are and step out by faith so that you can be positioned right where God wants you to be in life. Amen. See, the the, the doctor says you're sick, but the Bible says you're healed. Your bank balance says you're broke, but God says you can prosper. Mm -hmm. You you feel pain in your body, but the Bible says by his stripes, Mm -hmm. you are healed. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to live according to my immediate, or I'm going to press in by faith to the promise that's been declared over my life. And it is a journey. Sometimes a three-month journey, sometimes a three-year journey. But but if we stand in faith, God is with us every step of the way. And I love in Proverbs 3, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. He will direct your paths. Can I encourage you? Trust in God. Trust in his goodness. Trust in his thereness. Trust that he will come through. It may be the 11th hour. It may be 11.59 and 59 seconds. If he said it, it will happen. And and honestly, God's timing is frustrating. It's perfect but frustrating because in my humanity, I want it to be done quicker. And in my, uh, let's just do this, let's just. It's like, no, no, wait on me. Trust in me and watch what I will do. Amen? So that's kind of what faith does. But I think faith is three distinct things. I might get the team to come up and I'm going to go through this quickly. Faith is hope. Faith is having hope, a positive anticipation of future good. That, that's what faith is. And, and I want you to be men and women of hope, men and women that dream, men and women that, that look beyond today towards an assured future. Amen. Our God is a God of hope. And David in Psalm says, I would have lost heart if I had not believed that I'd see the goodness of the Lord in the land. I would have lost heart, but I didn't lose heart because I, 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 I kept my trust in you. I hoped in you, Lord. I waited on you. I looked beyond today towards what the, you promised me. And I know some of you are walking through tough times. And it looks like that promise is further away today than it was last week, than it was last year, than it was five years ago when it was given. But I'm telling you, the Israelites wandered for 40 years before they entered the promised land, an 11 day journey. But God was still going to get them to what he had promised. He just needed to deal with a few things. Sometimes the time our journey takes is the dealings of God, but the dealings of God that seem hard are actually good for us they're preparing us they're making us they're strengthening us for what God has for us and I love this because because faith is not the absence of problems faith sees beyond a problem and grasp a hold of a solution and, and that's why there's hope in it, it it's believing despite circumstances Abraham, it says, it was, it was counted as righteousness to, towards his life because he hoped when there was no hope to be had. When he was old, when the promise seemed like it was impossible. And in the human nature and human physique, it was impossible. But it says in hopelessness, he had hope. And God credited to him as righteousness because he believed. You know, Romans 8 says, all things are working together for your good. God's working all things together for your good today all things are working together and all things mean all things there's nothing god can't do there's nothing god won't do he's he's for you not against you he's working all things and that that should help us because we've all got some level of issue in our world that needs an all things to work on our behalf hope anchors us to our future and that's what faith does hebrews 16 says, the hope that we have is an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast. Don't let go. Don't give up. Don't give in. Just go to faith. Isaiah 64 says, God works for those that wait for him. He meets with those who rejoice. I'm just trying to stir us this morning. I'm just trying to encourage us. This is going to be a great week. It's going to be an amazing month. In the year ahead, you are gonna see things happen in your life that you've only ever dreamed of because you go to faith, because you step out. It's not gonna be in your own strength. It's not gonna be through striving. It's not. It's gonna be because the goodness of God is seen as you walk this journey out. And, and I need this as much as any. My brother's been walking through cancer for 16 months. And it's getting worse, not better. So I need this. We need faith. We need God in everything we do. Anyway, I'm just trying to help us. Faith is action. It's, it's, It's doing something with the hope that we have. Let's do something with the hope that we have. That anchor of the soul that is sure and steadfast. Let's do something with our faith. Let's not just be a church that speaks about. Let's do. Let's believe, let's get beyond, let's rise above, let's touch lives, let's see souls won, let's see people healed, let's prophesy, let's declare the coming revival and that people are going to be swept in to relationship with Jesus Christ because faith isn't static, it's active. Faith without works is dead. But when I do something with my faith, with that seed that was graced and gifted to me, I come alive. People come alive. Circumstances are shifted and changed in Jesus' name. The third thing is faith is attitude. Faith's attitude, it's a posture. It's a taking a hold of the impossible and saying, all things are possible to those who believe. I think it's time for the church to get ticked at the devil and his lies and his schemes, to stand up in faith and to push back and say no more. We're not accepting any more. We're not accepting your attacks, not, the Bible says no weapon formed against you shall prosper. He will form it and he will lie and he will yell loud and he'll stir the waters and he'll let the winds blow, but no weapon formed against you shall prosper. It's great. Yeah. Yes. Psalm says to delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Can I encourage you? Faith allows us to delight in the Lord despite our circumstances just daily, whether it's a minute, it's five minutes it's just can you just slow yourself enough to instill yourself enough just to delight in him? Not for what you can get, not for what he can do just just for who he is. He's the alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. There was none before there's none to come after him. We should worship him, we should praise him, we should lift high the name of Jesus as a banner over our lives and just say, God, you're enough. If I lose my job, God, you're enough. If if I'm walking and I'm not in he- full health right now, God, you are still enough. If there's lack in my, in my life, God, you're still enough because I know you're Jehovah Jireh, my provider. And as I just wait in you and I wait on you, God, I know you work all things together for my good. I want to finish with this. Matthew 11 says, come to me all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And I, just, I honestly feel in myself that there's just a, a calling or a recalling of the church just to come back to Jesus, just to say, you're enough. You're all I want. You're all I need. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa Podcast. For more life-changing messages, visit us online at c3noosa.org. If you've been blessed by this message, please consider partnering with us financially to see the work of God continue flourishing in and through C3 Church Noosa. God bless.